This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Talk money to me. Hello and welcome to Talk Money To Me, your financial podcast where we explore the markets, investable ideas, financial strategies, and also chat with experts in the industry. Thanks so much for joining us and tuning in. I'm Candice Burke. And I'm Felicity Thomas. Now we are actually speeding into the end of financial year. So we wanted to delve a little bit deeper into the unused concessional contribution cap five year carry forward strategy. Yes, very exciting. Plus, we also can't ignore what's going on in the markets currently and how it might be impacting your investment portfolio and decisions. So like we love to do on Talk Money to Me, we will give you a few possible trading ideas to consider as well. We will. But before we do that, please remember our chat today is not personal advice. Even though we're registered financial advisors at Shoreham Partners, please note that this podcast and the content discussed does not constitute financial advice, nor is it a financial product. That's right. And also the content on this podcast is general in nature and you should seek appropriate professional advice before making any of your financial decisions. The information and facts are known at the time of recording, which is the 14th of June, 2023. Now that that's done and dusted, we've got a few ideas for you based on what is currently going on in the markets. So you would have actually seen that TNT or Tesserant has a cash takeover bid at 12 cents by Thales and was actually up over 145%. Now I know I pitched it around 20 to 22 cents, but I did use the volatility to actually reduce my cost base as it is a great business and it was just sold off with the rest of the micro cap, small cap tech sell off. So I'll actually be getting around an 18% profit with this 12 cents. Nice. Love a double digit return. So that's a good result. And also you may or may not have seen, there's a lot of M&A action in the market at the moment, but another stock that we cover called Limeaid, LME is the code there. That's being acquired by a US healthcare portal company called WebMD. So have a look at that announcement if you haven't already seen it. It's up around 325% on the back of that news. So that's super exciting. And obviously the market clearly liked it. So there's a lot of barbarians at the gate and we actually think there are a few other tech names that could be next. So the first one is WSP or Whisper. Now this actually provides cloud messaging platform to enterprise customers in ANZ and Asia. Now this stock is actually down 63% and is only trading on 0.5 times revenue. So the revenue base is actually 54 million and it's not contracted reoccurring, but it is a thousand plus enterprise customers who have shown a long history of double digit growth usage over time. Now they've also got a partnership with Telstra that's actually been in place 
for 13 years. Now, they've also recently had a partnership with Singtel, which was one in a competitive process following two years of due diligence. Now, since 2017, Whisper has invested over $70 million in R&D on its platform versus a current EV of just $27 million. Now, it is predicted to be cash positive the first quarter of 2024, and we see a cash low point of around $4 million in FY25. There's a few other key points here. So Potentia recently acquired a minority stake in Soprana at two times revenue. And another thing that we like to look at, it's founder-led. Yeah, definitely a key point there. Always look at the management and the key drivers in the seat. Another idea that you may have not heard of in the tech space in Australia is KeyPath Education International. The, the ticker on this one is KED. And this business provides services to universities to help them move their courses more online. We're all going more online thanks to COVID. And it's really rapidly growing strongly in the healthcare sector in the US. So this stock has not been loved. It's been really beaten up in the market, about, uh, down about 78% at the moment for the calendar year, trading around 0.2 times rev but it does look promising and maybe worth looking at. So I say that because the revenue baseline is around 120 million and they have given some back. uh, They've got their revenue back, I should say, from the COVID bump. And it's looking to be more kind of more normalized. They're looking at spending more in marketing, which is great, and hopefully return back to double digit growths in FY24. So tick. It has really prestigious universities and customers. You would have known or heard of them, for example, the Melbourne Business School and UNSW. It's also the first mover, so it's got an advantage here in taking nursing courses and and healthcare courses in the US online, which is fantastic, right, in this digital growth age that we're living in. And it's actually established a physical moat around about 10,000 placements and sites around the country. Now, if we look at the balance sheet, it's likely to be cash flow positive in FY25, but the cash low point is going to be around $17 million, uh, in the future. It has a sterling and strategic shareholder base that are quite loyal, holding 60% of the stock and a really strong management that have really built the business over time. So I think that one is worth looking at, Felicity. Then finally, we've got XPN or XPON Technologies Group. So they provide services to enterprise customers to help them target digital customers in a first party data world. Now, this one's down about 38% and is trading on one times revenue. So the revenue base is 19 mil. I mean, growth has slowed in recent quarters due to non-renewals in the UK, but should return to growth in the coming quarters. It actually works with some the leading ASX companies like Supercheap to manage and organise their customer data. They've got strong partnerships with Google locally and recently announced a restructure to ensure path to break even. Now it is looking at cash flow positive in FY24 and we see the cash low point here around 3 million. And again, it's founder led and has a board crossover with ReadyTech RDY. Yeah. Tick, tick, tick. So now you've heard a few investable ideas. So we had Whisper, we had KeyPath and we had XPN, right? So think of those when we move forward in the market. But let's go back to basics. We are at a critical time for end of financial years. So the standard concessional contribution cap for super remained at 25,000 since July 2017, but then it increased to 27,500 
as of the 1st of July 2021. A concessional contribution is defined as a contribution to your super fund before tax. So it's taxed at a flat rate of 15% when it goes into your super fund. Now, concessional contributions can come from several sources, these being your employer, maybe from pre-tax salary sacrifice contributions you've elected to make through your employer, and from contributions you've made where you've personally claimed a tax deduction for those contributions. Now, the combined total of the contributions from each of these sources counts towards your concessional contribution cap. So that's important to note if you have multiple jobs, right? That's it. And that it's now 27500 not just 25000 which I think a lot of people aren't aware of that. Yeah, we get extra, which is good. So then if we look at restrictions, so there are restrictions limits around the contributions that can be made into the super environment. So it can be a little bit difficult for people who take, you know, time out of the workforce or work part-time, for example, over a period of, you know, three or four multiple years, for example, to be able to save for retirement. So common examples that we see where individuals take time of the workforce, you know, that typically includes looking after young children or other family members, maybe elderly parents, So in these types of circumstances or other similar circumstances, individuals may not be making any contributions while they're pausing or very little to be contributing over a significant period of time. And that's going to impact your super fund returns, right, in the long run. So when you do return to employment, um, you know, based on those circumstances changing, then you may be in a position where you would like to try and catch up financially on the contributions that you make have missed. That's a really key point, I think, hey? Yeah, it definitely is. And I mean, similarly, there's some individuals may actually encounter some financial windfalls, such as a gain on a personal investment portfolio or an investment property. We've got the capacity to contribute extra funds or would actually like to look at ways of reducing your taxable income for the irregular financial year. Yeah, really key point. So I guess the main message here, I would say, is if you are taking time out of the workforce, not a problem. Just remember to make a mental note and talk to your financial advisor or tax accountant in the years to come because you can do that catch up. That's right. Now, in a moment, we're going to go into exactly what is the carry forward concessional contribution cap and an example of how it can be used in practice. But first, let's hear from our sponsors. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
What's exactly going on in the carry forward concession cap at the moment, Felicity? Okay, so as of the 1st of July 2018, the ability to carry forward the unused portion of prior year concessional contribution caps was introduced to help deal with the issues created by, like you said before, individuals changing their working habits and to maximise the use of unused caps for those with lower superannuation balances. So it's a good change? Absolutely. Okay, good, good, good. Just making sure the government's doing their job. Tick, tick, tick. All right. So from what I understand, so correct me if I'm wrong, the rules state that there's an individual that has a superannuation balance less than 500000 as of the 30th of June of the previous financial year, you may be able to use this measure to help catch you up. So this enables an individual to contribute you know, more than the standard concessional caps by carrying forward any unused contributions from the prior years. Am I getting this right? That's correct. Yeah. Woo. Okay, great. Um, which is really good to know because I guess if you have unused concessional contributions available on any rolling fiscal year, you can carry this forward for a maximum of five years until they actually, they have a time stamp, let's call it. They'll drop off eventually. As the measure was introduced from the 1st of July, 2018, it means that the 2019-2020 was actually the first financial year this unused cap could actually be used, meaning catch-up concessional contributions can accrue from 2018-2019. Now, as many individuals may not be aware of this opportunity, we'll look into what this means for individuals who may be in a position to utilise this cap space and make a catch-up concessional contribution to super in FY23. Yes, fantastic. I think it's really great that we give a real-life example. But before we do that, let's just remember that the super guarantee rate uh, has actually increased. It was 10% as of the 1st of July 2021. It's going up to 10.5% or did on the 1st of July of 2022, and it's set to increase again to 11% on the 1st of July 2023, just around the corner. And it's going to peak at 12% by the 1st of July 2025. So, those numbers are a lot to take in. Essentially, it's gone from 10, was 10 and a half, it's going to 11 by the 1st of July 2023. I actually think what's really important here is a lot of people don't um, take their superannuation into consideration, but it's actually going to be 12% of your gross salary package, which is huge. Yeah, 12% of your wealth. That's a massive, massive amount. Exactly. So you really want to know where it's invested and you know how you can really maximise that, I think, over the years to come. Okay, so 12% eventually of our net wealth... How do we get as much and squeeze as much out of this rule as we can in the next five years? Go. Right. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a scenario. Say the member is 45 years old. I'm going to keep it really simple. So they've been receiving super guarantee contributions of 10,000 each year. So the cap has been in FY19, 25 grand. So he put in 10K and then FY20, they've put in 10K and it's 25K is the cap. FY21 is 25K is the cap put 10k in then FY22 it increased to 27 and a half thousand we've put in 10k and then FY23 27 and a half thousand and we've put in 10k so the cumulative carry forward is actually seventy thousand dollars for this individual they can put seventy thousand if they want to extra they're only going to be eligible if their super balance was under five hundred thousand as of the 30th of June 2022 yep okay so assuming that it is under half a mil, do you reckon? That's it. They can put in 
$70,000 as a personal deductible contribution. Now let's look at this scenario a little deeper. So this member actually sold a property, investment property in February 2023, which resulted in a discounted capital gain of 125000 Now I think what's important here, and let's just kind of for this scenario, assume that this person earns $100,000 a year, they would have usually had to actually put that 125000 on top of their employment taxable income, right? Which means a huge tax bill. However, in this scenario, because they've got unused contribution cap, they can actually contribute 70000 of that one twenty-five to actually help reduce their taxable income. Therefore, they're only actually going to be taxed on 155000 rather than 225000 which is basically- A normal tax. Yes, that's it. A, a lower tax bracket, essentially. Yeah, which is a good savings. Exactly. Everyone likes to pay less tax, although the ATO doesn't want us to at the moment. Um, now, if you're balance is over 500000 in the previous financial year that you want to make the contribution. Obviously, you can't use the unused contribution cap. However, you can still maximise your cap up to the 27500 for the current financial year. Now, if your super balance does drop right in the, in the future financial years, then you can potentially use some unused contribution cap. But again, you'd need to speak with a tax advisor or your financial advisor here. Definitely 100% because it's very complicated and it's getting harder and harder to get money into super. I guess any young listeners of ours thinking, yeah, but super's so long away. Look, like we said, it's 12% of your net wealth eventually. You're investing into your financial future and your families. And, you know, it's not as far away as you think. And if it does, like Felicity's explained, in this certain scenario, help with reducing tax, it's a win-win. So I guess from what we say to clients on a day-to-day basis, maximising opportunities for your super contributions are essential, you know, for individuals and investors who in particular take time out of the workforce for various reasons. In order for you, our listeners, our beloved listeners, to be more financially free in retirement and not be financially disadvantaged when it comes to retirement, you know, think about the unused caps if it is applicable and any opportunity when you can take it is considered wise to top up your super. It essentially can be used to catch up on contributions so that you don't um, lack your, so that your funds aren't lacking in retirement or to reduce a large capital gain. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So Felicity, where can someone check if they do have unused contributions to their own situation? Okay, so there's a few ways to actually check. You can speak with your tax accountant who'll be able to log in and double check if you've got unused contribution caps and what you've put in so far. Or you can actually log into the MyGov website yourself if the ATO portal's linked to yours and check your previous years of your unused concessional cap. There's actually a little tab that says unused contribution cap. And then you'll also need to check how much your employer has contributed so far in FY23 to make sure that you've got the right calculation because you don't want to put in too much. Yeah, good point. And just a side note here, like literally the other day, Felicity, because it's end of financial year and I'm looking at like the ATO portal quite a lot, like obviously technology is so smart, it knows what you're doing. I've noticed how many extra scams I'm getting where it's like, click on this link, it's from the ATO or Service New South Wales. So just a side note, 
because of this time of the year, just be more vigilant more than ever when it comes to your finances. Don't click on anything untoward. Check with your accountant, check on the ATO because I don't want anyone to be disadvantaged in that way. So if it's something that hopefully this episode you found some value and it's triggered, you know, oh, I might talk to my accountant or my financial advisor about this. Fantastic. That's why we started this podcast so that we can share our knowledge with more people in the community. And I think if you want to do this strategy, it's best to make sure you check everything this weekend and make your contributions next week because generally a lot of the industry funds cut off by the 26th of June uh, if you want to ensure that the funds are received in your superannuation account this financial year. So that's a wrap, guys. We hope you enjoy this episode and just a gentle reminder as we sign off, we obviously have spoken a lot about, you know, loading up your super and, and tax and advice and etc. So it's really important you go out and seek your own professional advice to make the right assessment for your own end of financial year planning. We hope that you did take some value out of this. And as always, this is not personal advice, even though we are registered financial advisors at Shore and Partners. Go out and do your own research. And feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels or send us an email, which are displayed in the show notes below. And make sure you follow us on at Talk Money to Me podcast for daily market updates and share our Instagram page. Until next time. See you then. Talk Money to Me is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Equity Mates gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by a range of financial service professionals. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal or tax advice. The hosts of Talk Money to Me are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Equity Mates Media does not operate under an Australian financial services license and relies on the exemption available under the Corporations Act 2001 in respect of any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find the ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Talk Money to Me acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. 